Welcome back to Second Base. It's been a minute, probably, or two minutes, or three. We take our time, we do what we want. We need a name for our followers. We can't call them Second Basemen, because that's too gendered. <laughs> Calling them Basers sounds yeah. ruggish. Oh. <laughs> I mean, that's what I was thinking. I was thinking the base. Oh, <laughs> so. I was thinking free base. So, those, that's where my Neither mind Neither of went. those are good. Hmm. We definitely need a name. Like, Lady Gaga calls her fans monsters. Yes, so cute. I know, that is a really good one. I don't know what. Ross we'll think about Coop it. from the Big Swing call their followers swingers. swingers. Yeah. We don't have that sexual connotation. Well, actually, we're I mean, called second, second base. base. Yes, we do. <laughs> <laughs> we'll think of a good name if you guys have any suggestions. Please tweet yes. them at us. We would love to hear what you would like to be called. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, hello. I'm Bren. And I'm Diamond. So we're back. And this week, we have a lot to talk about. We're recapping our visit to Sportsnet LA. You heard the interviews. So now you're going to get the behind the scenes deets. And we're going to get into all the content gold that the All-Star break provided. I'm also going to talk about my first Quakes game experience. And I'm also going to talk about 76 day at Dodger Stadium. We're also dishing on the best SPFs to wear to day games. That's right. SPF is important. Very so, important. Yeah. ITFDB. It's time for Diamond and Brad. Let's go. Okay. Sportsnet LA Day. They officially called it Sportsnet LA's Dodgers Bloggers Day. Then they started saying Dodgers Blogger and Podcast Day because we were invited. That's the power we bring. Changing names. I'm used to being called a blogger. It's all good. But we actually got invited to go to Sportsnet LA, which is the home of Dodgers games. It's the channel on Spectrum that hosts all the Dodgers games, as you guys probably know if you're watching Dodgers games in a sanctioned way. And we got to visit the headquarters, take a tour, meet some of the team, meet some of the talent, as you heard in our interviews last week. And we want to talk about it because besides the interviews, a lot of really cool things happen. Yeah, it's awesome there, and I would not mind watching all the games there. I lost a tooth. Oh, yeah. Chase Utley's so cute. Give me a toothache. Oh, what? <laughs> He's so sweet. That's he right. gave you a toothache. I don't know if sweet's the word I would use no, to describe. No, Chase, Chase Utley is not a sweet man. I did man. lose a tooth. I think from all my nerves, my tooth just got loosened up. And it was like, all I'm rattled. Hiding. I'm out. It was shaken up. <laughs> shaken right out. So we got there. We had to go all the way to El Segundo. We did not leave our wallets there. Only some of you will get that. And <laughs> If you don't get it, you should look it up because you will thank us. Excellent pop culture reference. And we met Stacey Mitch, who is the head of PR. Yeah, I also wish she was like my best friend. She's She's pretty rad. She and I were both wearing jumpers as well. Not matching (laughs) jumpers, but jumpers. She introduced us to everyone. We got to hang out. We saw a tour of like the production room, which was like super hot. I mean like those people. Yeah. And the people in that room make actual magic. And I'm every movie and TV show you've seen of a production room, they are just like that. It's a lot of things going on and somehow these people cool and calmly handle it and they make Alana look amazing and BT dubs. I think that everybody on air, I already thought this, but I wish the whole world could see what this is like because then they would respect the work that these on air talent do even more. Also, only one woman in that production room. So, Sportsnet LA, let's get a few more women in there. That's all I'm saying. There's two here. Exactly. (laughs) We don't know 
how to work any of those. I, I actually don't know anything about production. I'll be the first one to say that. They were saying things to me, and I'm like, I wish I understood what you were saying. I don't know what you do, but what you do is get the TV to my screen in some magical way. Yeah. And I'm into that. And, you know, it's a coordination with Alana, with Chase, with John, with mm-hmm. Jerry, with all of them. So it was a really cool thing to see it happen in real time. Yeah. Also, there were so many people talking, and I was like, oh my God, don't talk to my hair. You want air, you guys? Be careful on the process. We also got to go inside the studio of where Access Dodgers is filmed. Uh-huh. Super cool. Best bobblehead wall ever. Pretty good. I tried to steal one. Not really. Okay. I looked for a Joe Kelly one and I didn't see it. If I had seen it, it may have walked out. Just kidding. I respect you, Bobbled Stacey. Out. You can invite us anytime. I will not steal <laughs> bobbleheads. I'm totally joking. But it was a really cool thing to see. I've seen documentaries and behind the scenes footage on the channel that happened in that room and it was really cool to be there. I was like, oh my God, so many legends have sat in these chairs. <laughs> wow. And we got yeah. to see our three favorite talent dudes, Chase, John, and Jerry, call their shots and swing bats and just look yeah. super cool. So that was really cool. It was. And that was when we walked in there and after they filmed their scene, that was kind of like when we officially met some of the talent. Yeah. That was really cool. It was. It was really cool. And I think every other person invited went up and started talking to all of them like they knew each other and I'm sure many of them do. And I was just standing there like, I'm going to wait for an introduction. (laughs) I sort of thought that. I saw one girl ask Chase for a selfie or not even a selfie. Someone took the picture. So for a photo. Yeah. I couldn't do it. I was like freaking out. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. Oh my God. First of all, I'm wearing like bright fuchsia platform heels and I'm the only one in there in heels and Stacy was like oh I should have I had heels oh you did have heels but I mean like mine were booties yeah I mean like a stacked heel yeah and Stacy was like oh I should have told you there's so much walking I'm like oh I don't don't care about that that does not stop the heels I'm just like the only one wearing like color (laughs) and like bright bright color was their fourth Sports yeah. LA Blogger Day. So some of the people that had that were there had been going for the last three years. There were some fellow Dodgers bloggers there. Pantone 294 team was yeah. there. Think Blue was there. There were a handful of folks that were awesome to meet in person. And I found out some of these folks, maybe I should have known this anyway, also write about all kinds of other sports. And that was pretty cool to talk to them about. And a lot of them also went to school together and go way back. I was like, wow. We were the newbies. We were the new kids in class. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, and like, so not only were the new kids in class, we're also the new media form, like all yeah. these old school classmate bloggers, and we're like, hi, we're podcasters. Also, I mean, we do talk about trades and things that happen, but we also talk about food and yeah, sunblock. Like, if they are access dodgers, then we are like backstage dodgers. That's yeah. how we like to see it, and that's a spectrum reference for you guys out there listening. It was a really cool day, and then we got to actually have lunch and watch a Dodgers game with Chase and with John, which was like yeah. super cool and John was creeping John Harding is who I'm talking about was creeping in on uh, Diamonds and Mice conversation because I, I like, like that you just accidentally called me Dodgers yes <laughs> Dodgers <laughs> Diamonds Think Blue Bleed Blue yes he was creeping on our conversation because I was whispering things to Diamond during the game about like Kika and his like super tight pants and John's like oh by the way I was like whoa whoa I love he, that you're he listening he was in like do you guys talk about his pants on your podcast and we were like yeah absolutely absolutely <laughs> best pants ever. We talked about them last week. You guys heard us talk about them all day. What was your favorite part, Diamond? My favorite part? I mean, it was really cool to talk with the talent, but I really enjoyed seeing the magic happen. I used to be a journalist, and I wanted to go to school to work in radio, but I ultimately did not and went into writing. Because, Diamond, you don't have the face for radio. (laughs) Too pretty. Oh, thank you. So it was really cool to, like, get a peek in on this kind of 
world that I didn't end up pursuing, but that I was always interested in. Yeah, that was really cool. It was definitely yeah. something I'd never seen and experienced before as much as I've been involved in media. Yeah. And I think the coolest part for me actually was just being in a more sports-centric environment. I also have a journalist background, but mine has been very, very, like, tits deep in beauty. Everything I do is beauty, skincare, hair care, which I absolutely love, but is very woman-centric. There are some dudes that do collaborations, and I have met a lot of celebrities and a lot of talent, and I've interviewed them, and I've talked to them about what they're launching and what's coming out and what they're doing in the beauty world, which is always fun. But to take on, like, sports interviews, I sort of had that same feeling at the event where we met when I got invited to Dodgers batting practice for press event for LA influencers and they invited me and I was like I am a beauty blogger and there are dudes there being like why did you get invited and I was like well that's whatever you yeah but no, also, they need to you know get yeah. out well but also I was like also like a little bit terrified like I don't know I think it was a wrong invite but I am here <laughs> for it because nothing I covered has anything at the time nothing I covered had anything to do with sports or baseball or definitely LA but not sports or baseball and it was being there with just a bunch of fellow sports writers was a little bit out of my element especially mm-hmm. because the way that we talk about sports now and the way that I follow sports has nothing to do with the typical sports coverage that's out there as you guys know if you listen to our podcast yeah and I mean that's the thing is my background was in music mostly so whenever I'd sit down with a musician I could talk all day about recording techniques and touring and the business side but with sports and I've interviewed a couple ball players even whenever I was a music writer and with these recent interviews I always steer away from the usual baseball questions not because I'm not interested but because other (laughs) other actually I love that sort of thing but other people already cover it and they're really on top of it so I try to take a different angle that's always a fun thing to do and if you heard our interview with Chase you know we took some (laughs) different angles still mad I didn't get to ask him about his skincare but I am hoping we will be invited to the next Dodgers Bloggers Day and I will get to talk to him about his skincare I think we'll be invited unless Chase strictly prohibits us maybe it was Jerry who might have prohibited us oh my god we didn't get to ask them half the questions we wanted to. You know, we only allowed so many minutes with them. But, like, if you yeah. could give me a half hour with them, oh, the content gold that I would get. We had get. so many questions for John. We had more questions for John than anybody else. And we only got to ask him a couple. It was a bummer. Man. Yes. Well, maybe we'll, we'll be John back for back you guys. On. Yeah, John, we're coming for you. You're not <laughs> off the hook. I still have more questions for you. But speaking of content gold, let's talk about the All-Star Game and Bray. All right. Woo. Okay. Diamond told me something right before we started recording. Lowest ratings ever on that game? It's the lowest ratings to date. Wow. Okay, Cleveland. I'm (laughs) going to blame Cleveland. The game is coming to Los Angeles next year, and I'm thinking our stadium is so big. We always break attendance records. We might have really good attendance. Maybe. Don't know about ratings, though. Still so much content gold. All the -the behind-the-scenes footage that Sujo was putting out, that other players were putting out, that just fan accounts were putting out was so great. My favorite thing was the fashions. Now, I fully believe somebody heard our Best and Worst Dressed episode because some of the suggestions I put out there were definitely taken into account. Thank you, Cody Bellinger, for tailoring your fucking pants. I'm well, so happy. You know, like I thought that some of the other players took him to get his pants tailored. They probably did because they probably heard me and said, look, this girl, Bren, she's not happy. You need to fix this. And he was like, oh, okay. They were right, like, cool. Bren has a point. They were wearing matching navy suits with white shirts. They all looked so good. Our, our Dodgers all-star team, I'm talking about, not the whole all-star team. And I really liked it. Like, I thought they looked 
looked really dapper, really cute. I thought the suits fit really well. Mm -hmm. What did you think? They did. They looked great. Right, you looked the best. Always. Yes, he is the best. They did that kind of parade thing in the backs of trucks or cars mm -hmm. with their families. That looked really cute. That was pretty adorable. I missed that. I mean, the thing that I was most riveted by was the journey of Bellinger and his computer screen. Oh my god. He... <laughs> took his monitor. Yeah, he yeah. got on that bus and he was holding his monitor and not his girlfriend. Cody, come on, dude. I know. I was like, you're bringing your girl, but you're not gonna, you're gonna still play Overwatch. Okay. And I did see someone tweet, I believe it was at Thundercrat, hey, the monitor's not a redhead. True, true. We all know how Cody feels about redheads, apparently. I love that, you know, he's on a break. What I do think that kind of sucked is like the whole team gets a break except everyone on their all-star team. They still have to kind of go and put work in. They don't get that actual four-day break. That but they get really a need. little bit of a break still. They probably get like a mental break, but they're still physically out there like playing and everything. But playing and, tra less. and traveling. Yeah. Like, we you know when you travel, it's never, yeah. that still puts like some stress on your body. Like some of the dudes got to like go to their off-season homes for a few days and just yeah. relax and do nothing. Yeah, that was Doc. Somebody asked um, him about if he was worried about Jock because, <laughs> wow, the home run derby would not stop. It was insane. Uh, and they asked if he was worried and those last couple rounds, bat-offs. Bat-bats? <laughs> well, it was whenever they were going up. Right. So if he was worried about Jock wearing himself out or hurting himself because he was so tired and Doc was like, nah, not at all. He's still got three days. He's yeah. fine. Jock is like 24. He's a baby. I'm yeah. <laughs> It was a cool thing to see. It's, it marks the reason they have it. It marks the official halfway point between the season of mm -hmm. like starting and ending. It's obviously. like a field trip when you're in school. Definitely, it's like let's have like a mid-season pizza party. I and, guess it's yeah. like their winter break, but it's yeah. in the middle of summer. <laughs> I did like the, my favorite part, obviously, the matching outfits, and they look good, and that yeah. the pants all fit everyone. Okay, that looks good. Charlie Kershaw produced some <laughs> great content too, dragging that sign around that oh said "Jacket 30 Home Runs." So adorable. I hope he kept. That. I hope. Jock let him keep that and he like put it in his like bedroom, like Charlie Kershaw's bedroom. It's so adorable. <laughs> Quakes game. Yeah, we've got Bren's Quakes game. My first minor league game. I love minor league games. I have some thoughts about it. I went on the Quakes game that was Cody Bellinger's bobblehead night. Mm -hmm. I did not get a Cody Bellinger bobblehead because they only make 1,500 and the stadium fits about 4,000 people. And I got there two hours early, which I thought was early enough, and I was wrong. My dad warned me. My brothers warned me. I'm not going to get to a game like four hours early. I don't have time to stand around doing nothing for that long. Like, oh my God. But yeah, me and my friend went. You're not going to camp out in front of a shoe store overnight? Well, and people did camp out in front of the stadium over, like, at, people said they were there from 9.30 in the morning for a bobblehead. The game tickets were, like, $15. Oh, my God. Like, and my whole thing is I'm not mad at the people who got there early to camp out. I feel like just make 4,000 bobbleheads. It's not that many. So that like, yeah. everyone who has a ticket gets one, okay? Like, tell your sponsors to step up Spend their Spend a bit game. more. Because also, I wanted that Cody Bellinger bobblehead because it was with the one where he was doing that sliding catch mm -hmm. during one of those, like, playoff games. And it looks so cool, and it's better than him standing with a bat, it was kind of adorable. Because we've talked about this, minor league games have better bobbleheads. So I didn't get a bobblehead. All the promotions in minor league yes, are better. Definitely. And I missed Corey Seager and AJ Pollock by a week. They, I was there on a Friday. The following Friday, they were batting for the Quakes. And I was like, oh man, I would have loved to see them in that tiny, tiny stadium. Yeah. It's such a small stadium. A week later, I went to Dodger Stadium and I was just like amazed by the massive difference in size. I was like, oh my God. The Quakes game definitely felt more like a high school baseball game. And I 
say that in like the best way. It was more low key. It was more relaxed. People who were there felt less high strung because there's no stress of like having mm-hmm. to climb up a mountain to get in or climb up a ravine actually to get in. <laughs> $9 micheladas and margaritas as opposed to like $18 to $30 drinks, which I'm into, although I do understand why the Dodgers have such high prices. And they have super adorable mascots that like stand on the dugout box and like dance and do fun things and have audience interaction. So that was all really cute to see It's as well. not a Dodger minor league mascot and I'm sorry to say this, but the greatest, he's not even a mascot, is Finn the Bat Dog. We've talked about him before and I just gotta give him props here too. Yes, he's not a mascot, he's a bat dog. He's amazing. <laughs> we he's will so definitely great. have some more time on this podcast dedicated to him coming up soon. Yeah. So that was my Quakes game experience. It was pretty cool. I didn't mind it. I, <laughs> I would didn't probably, mind I would it. definitely go back like if Corey Seager was playing again. To me, it's just if I wanted to get the bobblehead, I don't want to have to get there that early. You have to do the same thing at Dodger Stadium, obviously get there kind of early, but I don't want to get there at 9.30 in the morning. I've got things For to a night do. game. Exactly. Like, I'm not a baseball player. I don't need to be there that early. I don't get paid to be there. Right. <laughs> it was cool to see a farm team and the experience, because that's obviously, like, my family has gone to a bunch of those games before, and they've seen Bellinger when he was on that team, and they've seen other of the players that are on the team now start there and kind of grow into where they are now, which I think would be a cool thing to talk about. Yeah. Especially seeing, like, the best example, obviously, is Bellinger. Like, how <laughs> crazy his career is going and how well. And you could be like, I remember right. when he was just this, like, short little kid fresh out of high school on this team. Right. I went to 76 day at Dodger Stadium. This has been a big series for Bren when it comes to actual games. I've been doing a lot of baseball related stuff, you guys. It's like, it's taking over my life. I mean, honestly. I need a break. (laughs) But no, 76 day at Dodger Stadium. So I won those tickets from the Pumpire, which we talked about in a previous episode. So I went and they had like a pre-game celebration in the old 76 parking lot in the stadium. And it was really cool. They had food. They had sodas and water. There was a DJ. And you got a swag bag that had the Cody Bellinger jersey and a Dodgers hat and there was also some former Dodgers there doing autographs what's up Steve Garvey Manny Mota that was really fun and cool that wasn't announced that was a total surprise to me also I met Courtney Turner that day best meeting of my life saw her in the parking lot and I was like Courtney and we just talked like we were old friends it was really cool she's good people I didn't think that I would ever recognize one of the wives that easily in a parking lot <laughs> like I know that girl oh I do know that she girl she might be okay. hoping that people don't recognize her that easily right I don't, not everyone follows her on social media we do do, but she's yeah. pretty great she was, on social media. She she's was, got the yeah. good responses. Yeah, she well, she's funny. Yeah, she's funny. She was very sweet. She has amazing hair and skin. That's all I <laughs> stared at, obviously. I was like, oh, what? She was talking to me and being so sweet and I was just like, the hair of an angel. Wow. Blonde, <laughs> the hair of an angel. And soft. It looked Do you have really a... Great. Yeah. That was actually the game the day after the earthquake, too. So I'm at the stadium the whole time like, is there going to be an earthquake? Is there going to be an earthquake? There's been like three earthquakes the days before. I feel like Dodger Stadium may be one of the safer places it has it's survived a few so many earthquakes but I was a little bit like oh my god what if there's an earthquake like it's gonna be a madhouse trying to get out of this ravine the game sucked that day boring <laughs> as hell and we lost and there was no home runs hit so it was really sad yeah but, I mean you know, I don't like losing but I don't mind a no home run game I don't mind a no home run game either but I don't, did we even have any runs that day I don't remember I, I believe I there was like one one yeah it's, uh, oh, fuck you Padres <laughs> they like kicked our ass there wasn't a whole lot going on during the game and my attention span cannot handle that. I need All right. some moving, some shaking, some action. Careful what you're asked for. There might be an earthquake. I've heard 76 does it a few times throughout the year or has done it in the past. They've been a Dodgers sponsor for like, I don't know, 52 years or something like a really long time. So it's kind of cool to see them partake in that. And of course got my Bellinger jersey, which was super cute. And then I got chocolate on it because I ate ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I eat with gusto. It's all right. I got chocolate in my purse last night when we went to the movie theater, and I kept getting more chocolate on my hand, and I couldn't figure out why. And I realized because my purse was full of chocolate, and every time I put my hand in it, I got more chocolate. Oh, like the worst part is after the game, like so I'm wearing my jersey, eat ice cream, get ice cream on it, the chocolate part. Go to the game. Go to shortstop afterwards to like have some drinks. <laughs> I'm walking around on it. Don't even notice. I wear my jersey the next day to come record with Diamond, and she's like, "Dude, what is that stuff all over your jersey on the shoulder?" It's like chocolate. So I've been walking around with chocolate on my shoulders all night. No one said anything to me. My hair might have been covering it, to be fair. But I was like, I don't even know. So obviously it like left a stain, and I was like, "Damn it! Oh, can I have anything nice?" This is why I've never bought a white jersey in the past before because I know myself. I'm a messy bitch who lives for the drama. So <laughs> not the drama of chocolate ice cream on my Bellinger jersey. Maybe Bellinger will make it up to me and send me one. I'm just saying, Bally, if you're listening. <laughs> Now on to a new topic. This is the meaty stuff here, folks. Ooh, I don't know if I like the word meaty when it comes to skincare. Huh. Oh. Uh, <laughs> the best mm. SPFs to wear to day games. So we're smack dab in the middle of summer. It's yep. been 100 degrees the last few days. No Ugh. thanks. Melting my face off, literally. A lot of these Dodgers games are during the summer, or during the day, well, obviously during the summer, <laughs> but like during the day. And yeah. in LA, we have basically an endless summer. There's always great weather, mm-hmm. and it's always bright and sunny. And if you're sitting in right field so that you can check out Cody Bellinger, which some people who do this podcast normally do, you're going to be in the sun because that's where the sun faces. You're in the sun, you're going to want to wear sunblock because you don't want to get burned and you want to maintain your natural, beautiful, supple, plump skin. Yeah. And the best way to do that is sunblock. Yeah. Conserve that collagen. Oh, I like that. Hashtag <laughs> conserve that collagen. We're going to have to <laughs> use that for something. So if you're not wearing sunblock, boy, girl, non-binary, in between, koala bear, whatever Doesn't you matter. are, you need to be wearing sunblock. Yes. He, if you don't care about getting burnt, then care about like aging gracefully, I guess, because sunblock is the best way that you can prevent collagen breakdown, wrinkles, sunspots, premature aging. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think besides like smoking, it's one of the fastest ways to deteriorate your skin. (laughs) Here's the thing. When you wear a foundation or a BB cream or a CC cream or whatever you're Mm -hmm. putting on your face to even out your complexion, a lot of times we'll have sunblock in it. Yeah, a really low SPF. Some of them have a high SPF. Like It Cosmetics does an SPF 50. Oh, wow. But here's the thing. It's not enough. You need to be wearing a sunblock under that because... And it's really thin too. Well, and if you've ever worn makeup, obviously you know this, you're touching up your makeup throughout the day. Makeup moves on your skin. It breaks down with oil. It dissipates. It can sweat off. So you're not going to be fully covered on your face throughout the day if you're just slapping on some makeup with SPF in the morning. So you definitely need to like wear a sunblock under that to give your skin more protection. Your face and your hands are the places on your body that are most exposed to sun. So definitely want to wear makeup with SPF no matter what, but definitely want to wear something in addition to makeup because like I said, makeup moves. Yeah. So I didn't know that you were supposed to wear it under your makeup. Some people say you can wear it on top of your makeup, but here's the thing. I'm a realist. Nobody is putting on a full face of makeup and then putting on a layer of SPF over it because <laughs> it's going to break down your makeup. It is said that you should actually put it on top. Okay. And maybe if you're doing a spray, you can do it on top. Okay. And just keep your eyes closed, obviously. But if you're not, and I know that you're probably not, wear it underneath. Like you put on your serum, your moisturizer, your SPF, and then do your makeup. Awesome. I'm less knowledgeable on the beauty side than Bryn, but I care about this because I'm a surfer and also because I'm a human being who lives on the planet Earth. Diamond. And so there's, yes. You surf? I, I used to when we lived in Venice. I had no idea that you surf. You guys not as like much. You taught me how to surf. Oh my god. Not as much as Mike. Okay. Let's have a beach day and you can teach me how to surf. Okay. I know how to swim. I'm a really good swimmer, but I don't know if I, I really know how to surf. I don't like surfing in 
LA. The waves are not so awesome for me because I'm not very good. I like surfing in San Diego. It's a lot easier. I'm sure the Dodgers will be playing the Padres soon. Maybe we'll yeah. just surf and go to a game. That What's would be up? awesome. So, so anyway. Aside from our field trip plans, you guys. <laughs> My perspective on sunblock is more the environmental aspect because we have a lot of issues with sunblock ruining our oceans. And people may say, well, I don't want to use sunblock because I don't want to wash it off and get it in the environment. But there are ways around that. And you don't have to worry about that. Yeah. So <laughs> what she's referring to is when you wear, you apply sunblock all over your body or your face or whatever and you get in the ocean, it obviously washes away your sunblock after time mm-hmm. and that gets into the ocean, which then or people starts who destroying are cons- our reefs. Right. And people who are concerned with drains going into the ocean. Right. And it's great to be cognizant of that and using mineral sunblocks. And you should be using mineral sunblocks wherever possible, not just for reefs, which is a really good reason because chemical sunblocks cause coral infections. It causes coral to not get enough nutrients. It causes straight up DNA damage and their bone structures change. So we're basically Chernobyling reefs. But aside from that, the chemicals are absorbed into your skin. Your skin absorbs what you put on it. And then into your bloodstream, we're starting to find out. So mineral sunblocks are an awesome option. I actually am pro chemical sunblocks, but there's different ways and different things on how to use them. So there's two kinds of sunblocks. There's mineral and chemical. And a mineral one works by actually staying on your skin and blocking out the sun. Right. Those are things like zinc, titanium oxide. And these are the ones that kind of give off that white ghosty glow that everyone hates. These are the ones that I think you should definitely be wearing to pools, to the beach when you're fully exposed to the sun. Right. I think for everyday wear, I don't mind a chemical one, but I do think when you remove it, get a cotton pad, remove it off your face with your like a cleanser and throw it in the trash. You should be doing the Smart. same thing with glitter as well because glitter gets into drains as well and can hurt wildlife, fish, everything. They're finding little, literally particles of glitter inside fish, wow. which are pieces of plastic. So when you're wearing things like chemical sunscreens or glitter, you can take it off with like pieces, you know, like a makeup wipe, which are also really bad. So I'm just <laughs> a cotton pad, cotton pad, cotton pad, not as bad as a makeup wipe or like a, a cloth, like just remove it yeah. physically and throw it in the trash can. You can actually visit EWG.org. It's the environmental working group. They are the authority on sunblocks. They'll tell you what are the safest and the best sunblocks for sports, for swimming, for the ocean that are safe, that have the best protection factor. SPF stands for sun protection factor. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people don't know this, but SPF 30 and SPF 100, pretty much the same thing. The more higher you go over 30, it raises your protection factor by 1%. And if you want to put in the time and effort and money into buying 100 over 50 or over 30, feel free, but it's not making that much of a difference. And sunblock is actually kind of expensive. So if you want to save some money, you can go with an SPF 30 over the 100 and still get pretty much the same amount of sun protection factor. Clothes don't count. Clothes only have an SPF protection factor of 4 to 7%. What? Yes. I try to cover up with clothes as much as possible. Clothes, and they help. They definitely help. But you should definitely be wearing sunblock under your clothes as well because it's not as good as just wearing a jacket My alone. mind is blown. Mm-hmm. How does the sun get to you through your clothes? Well, you've you ever <laughs> held up like a jacket to the sun and you can see oh, through it? Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> There's definitely like those miniature yes. micro holes. SPF, here's the thing. You should wear it because sun damage isn't necessarily limited to a burn. And if you think you're someone like, I don't burn, you may not burn in the traditional way, but you're definitely accruing sun damage. You're breaking down your collagen. You can have thickened skin. You can get moles. You can have sore skin, which is still a sign of burn. All this stuff. And it's going to affect you like 
years down the road. Trust me, I know this because I was a dumb 18 year old once too, and now I'm a little older and I've got some sun damage on my back and there's like nothing I can do about it. I covered right. it up with a tattoo, but still, <laughs> I mean, that's a, I wouldn't recommend that. Not, not the best. Here, let me damage my skin even further. So, again, there's a difference between chemical and physical. Like mm -hmm. I said, I don't mind the chemical ones. I don't think you should be putting them into your drains or putting them into the oceans. A lot you of have some smart solutions for chemical sunblocks. Yes. I'll give the, you that. The chemical sunblocks are the ones that people like because they don't give you that white glow. Yes. If that's something you're concerned with, you can always take your sunblock and mix some of your foundation into it to cut down on the glare that the white sunblock gives you. Mm -hmm. Properly applied sunblock, you're supposed to be applying one ounce per body per application. So if you're buying an eight ounce bottle of sunblock, it should not last you the whole summer. It should last you about a week or two, max, definitely. One of my favorite brands actually is Sunbum. They are working really hard on educating our culture about sunscreen as a lifestyle thing and not just something you wear seasonally or outdoors or just in the summer. Because like when you're driving, you're getting sun damage. Most people yeah. age faster on the left side of their face because of driving. I try to wear a hat and I have tinted windows. Sorry, police. Because, <laughs> because of the sun. Like I'm trying to block sun damage because I commute quite a lot. So I have tinted windows and I always keep a hat in my car so I can wear it and I wear it goofy and sideways and tilted like a total weirdo. You might see me on the road and think that lady is weird and I don't care because I'm blocking the sun. Yeah, there's two types of rays too. UVA and UVB and the best way to remember them is UV aging, UV burning. <laughs> Even on a cloudy overcast day, yep. the aging rays are still getting through. Those are the ones that are going to get you when you're driving no matter where you live. And look, I have plenty of tattoos if you've ever seen me and I get compliments on my tattoos all the time. People will be like, oh my god, those look so new, they're fresh. My tattoos are five, six, seven years old. I just don't go in the sun. That's not even true. I do go in the sun, but I protect my skin very well in the sun. Even though as I'm sitting here saying this to you, I am sunburned as fuck because <laughs> I went to the beach yesterday and I only reapplied sunblock once. I was drinking too much sangria and I forgot and now I have sunburned boobs so I'm paying the price. And let me tell you something, no one should ever have to pay this price. It's very painful. <laughs> so, it's an expensive price. Yes, it hurts so much. I didn't even hurt to like lay down. My dog was so excited to see me. He was jumping on me and I was like, oh, oh. the legs. Oh my God, I gotta take a cold shower right now. And if you do get a sunburn, best thing you can do, take a cool shower, take some ibuprofen, refrigerate some aloe vera lotion or after sun lotion, put yep. that on. You gotta keep your skin super moisturized. You kinda wanna prevent it from blistering. You might still peel no matter what, but yeah, keeping it hydrated and cooled down is definitely key if you do end up with a sunburn. So many sun words. <laughs> and yes, you can get sunburned at games. I'm sure some of you have gone home with a crazy sunglasses and hat tan. Oh my yep. god, those are the worst. Yeah, so every single day, no matter what, not in a game, just getting in my car, I use the Murad 30 SPF and then I use Benefit 25 SPF and then I touch up whenever I go outside with either Sun Bum Mineral 30 or the Bear Republic, which was in our giveaway, which is another really cool brand and they're a California brand. I was shocked and kind of surprised that Sun Bum wasn't. I just kind of expected them to be, but they're Florida. And that makes sense though. Yeah, it does. Another very sunny place. You know, if you've got extra California pride, you've got Bear Republic. And Bear Republic is really cool. I've worked with them a lot and they are definitely a mineral sunblock. Yep. So it's definitely going to give you that 
physical protection and they actually they had, added colors and glitter to yeah, have they fun have a with lot it. of fun they have some neon face sticks they come in blue dodger blue actually it's kind of electric blue purple <laughs> green orange and then they have some really fun ones that are glittery yeah I shouldn't even say glittery they have a metallic shimmer in them there's one called golden days that's one, one I use there's one that's rose gold there's also like a diamond yeah, dust like, one yeah that's kind of like a silvery blue glitter so you can have fun with your sunblock you're like oh I don't want to wear this and get like a white sheen get one with some shimmer in it it looks really cool when you put it on your skin and the sun hits you. Yeah. And people just think you're getting that J-Lo glow, but you're actually protecting <laughs> your skin. So thank you, Bear Republic, for sending yes. those. We love them. And they smell really good, too. Yeah. So if I'm going to a game, that's when I up it with either Bear Republic or Sunbum. Yeah. And Sunbum, I love Sunbum because, like I said earlier, they do some really cool initiatives. But more importantly, this is my number one factor in sunblock. They smell good. Like, oh, you guys, yes. if you ever want to smell amazing, you want to smell like summer, right? Which is like coconut, banana, and like just put some sunblock on it. People will be like, oh my god, is that like, what do you smell like? Is that I get so like, many compliments whenever I'm wearing my sunblock. People are like, what is that smell? And I'm like, my sunblock. Just me. I just usually say it's natural. You guys, I don't like to give away my signature scent secrets, but it's usually sunblock. <laughs> it's sunblock. Wear your SPF to those games so that when you grow older, you can age gracefully like Chase Utley, who I saw. I was I three do not feet know away how. from. I was three feet away from him, and he spent what, at least 13 years playing his, outside. His career in was in the sun. Field, and he looks amazing. He's got like Demi Moore's pores. Well, I, mean, I think it's better than that. He looks, it's amazing. I gotta talk to him. We need to re- have another interview. That, that, man, skin. that man has some retinase. For sure. Yeah, Renee, I'm sure. He's doing something. He looks amazing. And I'm hoping that his secret was like, I just always wear sunblock before every game. I don't know. That's a fake Chase quote. Let's just Let's see if we can get him to quote that. And then we will just like, we'll take out ads that are like, Chase Utley says to wear sunblock. People will listen to dad. Dad knows best. Call your father. Okay, that's it for us this week. Next week, we'll be coming back at you with some really fun interviews. We're on that interview train right now. We've got some good ones coming up. In the meantime, we're still looking for your first date stories for a special feature. We've been asking you for this. We've been getting some. We want more. Awkward dates are the best. Send us all the deets. Listen at secondbasepod.com or DM us the stories. Thank you. And if you can't wait another week to get your dose of vitamin B and vitamin D, that's us. (laughs) You can follow us on social media accounts at secondbasepod. You can also follow me, Brent, at OMGBrent. And if you haven't already, please be sure to subscribe to us. Stitcher, iTunes, or Spotify. Subscribe and rate if you like us. If you already listen on Stitcher and iTunes, you can rate and review us, which really helps us out and gets us heard by even more Dodgers fans such as yourselves, which is what we want. We want all the Dodgers fans to listen to our podcast about the Dodgers. (laughs) You can help with that. Thank you so much for letting us get to second base with you. And we'll see you next week. Maybe we'll go all the way then. Third base. Third base. Second base and a half. Shortstop, at least. (laughs) Make it to the shortstop. Bye. Bye.